Hello, I'm Casey. And I'm Emily. And you're listening to A Sprinkle of Sugar, A Dash of Murder, a true crime podcast with an element of baking. And are we having something this week? (laughs) (laughs) Yes, we are. So this day was horrible. We're getting a new grill, and so I wanted to use it. And it's perfect because we are doing um, a German murder or crime, whatever. So, of course, you have to make the bratwurst. (laughs) Oh, hey. (laughs) Do you like my bratwurst? Yes. So, obviously, it is just a brat. (laughs) Very difficult. I think that I think we're going to splurge. And I think that my husband, because he still has to pick it up, I think he's going to get the jalapeno cheddar ones. Do you guys like that? Should I ask him to get something else? Do you guys like spicy? Do you like spicy? I like spicy. Okay. I can I can bear it. <laughs> I, can, I don't <laughs> use it regular. Okay, I'll text him. I'm, I'm super weak with spicy stuff. <laughs> I just realized that because I was like, he's going to get the jalapeno cheddar. Well, the you guys Casey is referencing is oh, my yes. sister who is sitting quietly in here taking a test. So <laughs> it's perfect. You might hear her a little bit. Um. So anyway, at, at one point today, we weren't going to get the new grill and it was going to be a whole thing. So all day today, I was like on and off telling Emily, yes, we're going to have food or we might not. I might not be able to have you at all because then I was also having issues with my septic tank. It was a day, let me tell you. A day. But I took a nap. I feel good. (laughs) Watch some friends. (laughs) Yes, life is better. All right, anyway. Okay, well, it's about to get not good. Oh, gosh. (laughs) Peter Stube. So I saw, I was reading this book called Strange History, and they just had in the book like three sentences about this case. And I was like, well, that sounds like fun. Well, not fun, but that sounds interesting. Mm-hmm. Like, it could be, like, a weird one. And But like I said, they only had, like, three sentences. So I did more research, and it turns out it's, like, really gruesome. So sorry, Oh, wow. Everybody. Okay. It was worse than I expected it to be. I thought it was just going to be something silly because it involves a werewolf, quote, unquote, Ooh. possibly. So, yeah, but it actually is pretty gruesome. So, oops. <laughs> Um, but this happens in 1582 in Bedburg, Germany, and it involves a man named Peter Stube, I, I believe. It's S-T-U-B-B-E, so I don't know. Sounds German. Yes. <laughs> um, he was a wealthy farmer in Cologne, Germany. It's Colon. Is it? <laughs> no, I just... I was like, oh, <laughs> you knew. <laughs> I, I don't know. But anyway, I don't really, I don't know how geography in Germany works because this town is Bedburg, but then it also says an electorate of Cologne, Germany, which is what Bedburg is. So whatever that means. I tried to Google oh, it, I but see. all it turned up was like electoral college in Germany. I was like, that's not, that's not it couldn't be it. <laughs> yeah. So I, I don't know. It's kind of so. like canada and provinces yeah that's kind of what i'm assuming okay it might be but anyway it's not important (laughs) well it's not too terribly important not for the story (laughs) (laughs) yeah anyway so peter stube was a widower and he was a father of two and as a wealthy farmer he was very well known in the community he was very respected and well liked 
and um, he had a lot of status and power at the time. But he was a completely different person underneath that. So, yeah. Um, So in Germany at the time, there was already like a ton of death and a lot of turmoil because Catholicism and Protestant, I always trip up on this word, Protestantism, Protestants, you know, Mm -hmm. they were at war with each other. And the war was like tearing people apart in Germany pretty much with different ideologies in different areas of the country, siding like one with the other. So there was just constant war at the time. And invading armies from both faiths were constantly coming to Bedburg. So the town is just super stressed out (laughs) because they have to like, you know, cater to both armies that are coming through here Mm -hmm. or else they're going to be killed. And there was also outbreaks of Black Plague. Oh, wow. Very pleasant time. And I mean, we have a pandemic going on right now. So it's like. You kind of, oh my god, Black Plague, what would it be like to live with that? But like, oh, right. That's we, we kind of know. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> That's a good point. It's weird. So all of this is going on at the same time, but Bedburg specifically has a weird situation going on. So cattle were disappearing and being found dead or mutilated, which is you know, always strange. Mm-hmm. But, you know, people are just like, it's probably animals, mm-hmm. as one would assume. Um, and this was happening for a few years in the town. And the farmers reported their cattle being found, like, ripped apart with, like, slashes from claws down the side, partially eaten. So, I mean, logically, yeah, you'd be like, that's a that's an animal. Were there wolves in the area? Yes, and that's okay. what everyone thought it was. They thought it was a pack of wolves. Right. Naturally. I mean, I've seen, like, coyotes even. I've seen um, a deer torn up before yeah. from coyotes. So, like, yeah, they're gruesome. Yeah. It's not a pretty sight either, if you've ever seen that. Yes. <laughs> um, So, yeah, naturally people think it's wolves and they start to watch out for wild animals and trying to hunt them in the woods. And some wolves and other wild animals were caught by the people. And Mm -hmm. because this took place over a couple of years and they were killed, but like cattle continued to be killed. So they're like, well, did we catch the wolf or is Mm -hmm. it just more? Like, it's always hard. You wouldn't be sure. Right. So then after the cattle, children and young women started to disappear in Bedburg as well. Yikes. Not good. So the young women were often reported last being seen walking home on paths that they like traveled often in town. So, and I mean, I would imagine it's probably other than like the war coming to town, it wasn't Mm -hmm. like a super dangerous place. So people were just walking around And a lot of these young women were actually never found and were just simply gone and disappeared. And um, unfortunately, since this was 1580s, their names and who they were are like lost to history pretty much. So I couldn't tell you like it was so-and-so and and she was last seen at 8 o'clock. Or you can't like give exact numbers or anything. But it was just all we know from like what exists of this case is like Mm -hmm. what's written down and it's just reported that there were young women disappearing. So um, 
most of them, like I said, were never found, but a few were just left on a path or like in the middle of the street and they were found dead mm-hmm. and like the cattle, like mutilated and like ripped apart. That's horrible. Yeah. It's like, uh, I mean, I don't think anyone would ever want to just step outside and see No. That. Uh, so were they thinking that it was the animals still? Yeah. At that point? Yes. That's because it was so similar to the cattle. That is so crazy. Yeah. It kind of reminds me, except this was actually animals. <clears throat> the um, story of, oh gosh, the two lions in Africa. Um, oh. Why am I blanking? I am too. Ghost in the Darkness. Yeah. That's like a, the movie that it's based off of. Or, that, well, but yeah, that is based off of it. And they're in the, and those two lions are actually in the um, Museum of Science and Industry, I think. In Chicago? Yeah. Okay. Okay, I I think I forgot all of this up. No, no, I know what you're talking about. Hold on, I'm going to look it up. Yeah, (laughs) okay, thank you. (laughs) Because I could possibly be making all of this up right now. How do, what do I Google? Lions. Ghost in the Darkness, Lions. okay. So yeah, the story is um, there were these two well, people, men in this village started disappearing. You know, these lions were man eaters. They'd come in, and they would basically just do it for the kill. And they just got obsessed with killing men because that doesn't typically happen with lions. You know, they'll stay away. And it was two male lions that got together. Which never happens. Usually they yeah. hunt in a pride. And usually isn't it like the lioness that yeah, does the hunting too? Exactly. So it, this, people were fleeing this town, this village. It was terrifying for a lot of people. And they were doing like big construction in the area on bridges and stuff. And the construction completely stopped because these lions were just terrorizing this whole village. Yeah. And so in the movie... I think it was someone from America. Could be wrong. I don't know. In the movie, someone from not Africa <laughs> comes in and um, helps hunt them. And so now, yeah, I think that they're in the U.S. They are. So you were correct. Um, they're in the Field Museum oh, in Chicago. Oh, Field Museum. Yeah. And I now looking at them, like on display, uh, on display, but yeah, yeah they are. Um I totally recognize that, but I did not... I've been to the Field Museum like a hundred times and seen them. I did not know that was yeah. them, like That's that a, story. It's, wow. it's a crazy story. But anyway, that reminds me of that because, yeah. I mean, and they would just go in for the kill. And it's so... Yeah. You know, typically with animals, you can kind of predict things or there's signs of them. Mm-hmm. But it was similar. It, it kind of reminds me of that. Yeah, that is like odd behavior. For animals mm-hmm. too. So this would obviously also be odd behavior for animals to just if, come into town and exactly kill people. Exactly. Yeah. If it were an animal. <laughs> if it were, yeah. <laughs> so some of the young women, like I said, they were like slashed, cut up, you know, it was pretty gruesome, like disemboweled, mm-hmm. stuff like that. But then just when like Bedberg thinks it can't get any worse. Children started to be found in similar circumstances. And it's really weird, this, like, progression of, Mm -hmm. like, cattle, young women, children. Like, what is... Obviously, there's, like, no logic behind it, but, like, why? Yeah, it's just getting worse and worse. It's it's definitely... 
a character progression. As yeah. And it's, it's, I think it's just odd because normally yeah. killers don't do that. But I don't know. Right. Because it's changing your whole MO. I mean, I see the jumping from an animal then to, to people. You right. know, that yeah. happens a lot, but not uh, yes. necessarily the jump from complete, like, profile jump. Yeah, exactly. So then as the number of children disappearing and dying was rising, Bedberg is in full panic mode. And after so much of hunting and tracking animals, um, and these crimes are still happening over and over, the people are like, maybe it's not an animal. Like, maybe it's just not a regular animal, at least, because it's 1580, and everyone is like, it's a werewolf! There's no other explanation. Everyone thinks it's a werewolf now. That's all that makes sense. Yes. I mean, it was a very superstitious time. What's the logic with it being a werewolf? Because, I guess, so, it looks like a wolf did this. Mm -hmm. Like, obviously, or a pack of wolves. Mm -hmm. But... After all these years of hunting and killing wolves in the area, and it's still happening, and it's in the middle of town, they believe this person could also be a man in their town. So they're like, it's a werewolf. Right. Right. So now at least they're believing, even though everyone thinks it's a werewolf, they're like, well, we have to look at people in town now Mm -hmm. who could possibly be transforming into a wolf. So... The people started watching homes at night and watching people who may be suspicious and um, try and catch an actual person. And it ends up being Peter Stoob. And he was caught because um, so some human limbs were found in a field just outside the town. Mm-hmm. So the villagers set out to follow this trail of limbs mm-hmm. to the woods and they used hunters and tracking dogs, and they thought they were following a wolf. Right. And that's what they believed the dog was, sm- the hunting dogs were smelling. So they start chasing him, and they follow this trail of a wolf for days until they finally managed to corner it somewhere. I don't know. And the people realized oh my god, it's Peter. that would be so bizarre they're like do you follow this wolf for like four days and then you're like hey that's my neighbor yeah right oh so peter claimed that he had transformed back into a man when the hunters caught him um so he's going along with this Mm -hmm. you know story and some of the hunters I guess they weren't as suspicious or superstitious as other people. Just a little stitious. <laughs> um, I'm superstitious. I'm a little stitious. Because they were like, nah, we just saw a man in a pelt. Not, he didn't transform. So <laughs> he was just like wearing a wolf's, you know, pelt. So <laughs> just, I'm sorry, I'm just, I'm trying to imagine it. <laughs> And then, like, after several days of hunting, you just see someone, like, running through the woods with, like, yeah. a wolf felt out over there's, them. There's Urgh. literally an episode of Psych about this, and it's actually the first episode of Psych I ever saw. Um, no way. Where the killer... Psych is a comedy, so it's nowhere near as gruesome as this, but, like, mm-hmm. um, the killer is that they're looking for is, like, 
the same thing they were like slashing people it looked like a wolf mm-hmm. and when sean and gus caught them it was just a guy like <laughs> dressed up as a wolf so yeah um so I, I would say based on it it's not the same but yeah but yeah so some people though thought it was a devilish trick um that peter could do and because they were like well the, peter we know him he's famous well, you know, famous for their standards in their town, wealthy. It couldn't possibly be him, so it's got to be some sort of trick. So they thought it was like, at this point, they're thinking it's maybe like a fairy disguised as Peter trying to like, (laughs) you know, they would do anything to believe it's not actually Peter Stoop, right? And what a time that that was actually legally, you could legally be arrested, be like, you're a fairy, you're a witch. Like, that just is crazy That is crazy. That's interesting, yeah. Yeah. So, as was the custom at the time, for his trial, he was put under extreme torture to get him to confess. And I say it was the custom because back then, at that time, it was actually legally required that you had to torture somebody for a confession because they, it was believed that any confession that wasn't under extreme circumstances could have been false. And it you know it's like a weird way of thinking which is totally unethical and we would never do today hopefully you wouldn't yeah but um it was totally that was totally like the common knowledge at the time what people believed it's just so crazy how backwards that is it's completely opposite today because when you have someone under that psychological stress you can get someone to confess to anything and that happens right people just confess to things that aren't even true because they're just so scared of what's going to happen. Yeah, and it is a total total 180 from what they believed mm-hmm. back then. So it was totally legal for them to torture him, and it worked. He, told, he 100% confessed to everything. He said in his confession that the devil gave him a magic belt made of wolf fur when he was 12 years old, and when he put it on... He transformed into, quote, the likeness of a greedy, devouring wolf, strong and mighty, with eyes great and large, which in the night sparkled like brands of fire, a mouth great and wide, with most sharp and cruel teeth, with a huge body and mighty paws. All right, so you know what I get from that? I get that this kid, he was, he was, he had psych issues. He was probably a psychopath. Right. Then went through puberty, so his, um, belt <laughs> his, his wolf belt is not actually <laughs> a belt it's um the effects of puberty you know mm-hmm. hair um that's what i that's kind of what i get from it and then he's like i'm a man now i feel this new power but really it's oh my god it's really not <laughs> it's really not why is my face turning so red talking about you that like you're so embarrassed for the virtue of this i'm just I just feel bad for him because he just hit puberty, man. That's all that uh, happened. You know, that did not once occur to me as I was putting this together. <laughs> well, I'm glad your mind got <laughs> When I was 12, I, God gave me a belt. No, the devil gave me oh, a belt. Oh, yes, the devil. Sorry. Gee. But anyway. Um, no. What I'm wondering, though, is... So do you think that I... Because obviously he's he is now going with this whole thing that he's yes. a werewolf, whatever. Yeah. But do you think that he started it off 
trying to make it look like it was a werewolf? Or do you think that he's killing people, he doesn't know why he's doing it because there's something unhinged in his brain mm-hmm. and he just likes to do it. And then now people, he heard the, the stir of werewolf and then he liked the sound of that. I'm not sure because from the very beginning, before people were even guessing it was a werewolf, it looked like wolves had done it. So true. I think maybe maybe he did it intentionally to put people off for so long that it was a, mm-hmm. a animals, not a person. But I'm not sure. I just feel like if he if it was not, not him trying to feed some kind of need, then he would have also gone for men. And, like, he would have changed things around, like, just gone for a random person. Yeah. Instead of going from cattle, women, children. Right. Yeah. And also, if you're going to do that, like, an animal doesn't have that thought process. Like, they would go for any random person. Exactly. So, like, throw a man in there. Like, mix it up. Switch it up. (laughs) He didn't kill any men. (laughs) Damn. No. I'm just kidding. (laughs) But, uh, yeah, it's definitely... And then there are some, like, theories by historians that I'll get into as Mm. well. Um, But it's definitely weird. So he confessed to, like, more weird things also during this trial, which is interesting. They got him to confess under torture, but they're like, we're going to give you a trial like a man, like any other (laughs) person. But okay. So in the trial, he confessed even more um, to the murders of 13 children. So that was the total of children who disappeared and died in Bedburg. Um, Also, he confessed to killing the young women, the number of which is not remembered, I guess. Um, Two of which were pregnant when he killed them. And he also admitted it was him who has been killing all this cattle this whole time as well. Um, He said that he sexually assaulted the young women before killing them. And... He said he dressed like a wolf with a pelt and claws to really appear as if a wolf did it. Mm-hmm. So he says that, but then he also says that it's this magic belt that transforms him into an actual right. wolf. So, I don't know. So I guess, I I mean, I kind of believe that more so. That, yeah, he had this issue, this, you know, something was unhinged where he felt like he needed to kill people. Yeah. And so then he put on this whole wolf show thing yeah i kind of believe that and but then yeah at the same time like he might have also been well but no because he's a normal guy otherwise like right in society he he has children of his own and well we'll we'll get into his children later okay but um yeah i mean everyone thinks he's totally normal most of the time so i don't know okay i don't know it's like that dr jekyll mr hyde kind of situation So he also confesses to cannibalism and that he killed the pregnant women because he liked (gasps) babies, which is nasty, but yeah. So people were ready to believe this cannibalism claim because of how like gruesome the people were. Right. Some of the children um, were strangled and bludgeoned to death and then they had their throats ripped out. So, it's very, strangulation strangulation and, like, beating someone to death is a very human way. And then he's like, it's kind of like an afterthought, like, oh, I gotta make this look like an animal now, Mm -hmm. that, like, rips the throat out. That's true. 
And, um, you know, there he is this because he confessed that they were strangled and beaten? Or did they notice that from autopsies? They they noticed it. So I don't I don't know if they had like actually really scientific autopsies at the time, but right. like that's like when they found the bodies. I mean, there would be like if as long as it's not too mutilated, like there would be bruising. Right. Like you could sometimes you can even see like fingerprints, like finger marks. marks. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know if um maybe it was just like the fact that everyone thought it was a werewolf is like the rumor that's going it just around or stuck that yeah. one yeah um some of the children and young women were also found partially eaten and Ew. disemboweled as well so that would definitely lead you to believe it was an animal as well that's not so human at all but yeah definitely shocking and terrible and in one instance of a triple murder um Peter saw two men and a woman. Oh, so, okay, I forgot oh. this part. He does kill some men. Uh, that's not funny. <laughs> I always do that. I, like, laugh when I'm uncomfortable. <laughs> yes, don't take our laughing as us being oh, inappropriate. We're just, okay. uh... <laughs> it's just how I We're am. just awkward. <laughs> anyway, he saw two men and a woman taking a walk, um... And he said that he, like, crouched out of sight and called out to one of them because he knew them. And one of the men joined him, and he said he claimed, Peter claimed he needed some help with some lumber as to, like, a way to get him away from the other two. So when that guy didn't come back, the second guy went to go look for him and was also killed. And then the woman was like, hey, I think something's wrong. So she started to run away, but Peter said he caught up to her and their bodies were found. Um, Well, the men's bodies were found, but the woman was, her body was never found. So people believed that he like totally ate her. Ate her. Yeah. Which I don't know. I don't know. But yeah, so the men were found in a field um, so they know that at least is true, but mm-hmm. no woman's body was ever found. So maybe that part never happened or, you know, everyone just believed he ate her because they would. Okay. I, where did I learn this? I'm trying to think if this might be an actual fact or if it could be something I just saw on a TV show and it was made up. But <laughs> when you eat people, doesn't it affect something in your brain? It creates, like, I don't know. I don't know. They've, like, looked at brains. Like zombies. (laughs) (laughs) I I mean. I think that something with when you eat other people, there's something, like, some kind of protein in human flesh that creates um, some kind of neuro change that makes you kind of act a little crazy and a little off, too. I could be wrong. (laughs) I don't know. But I feel like that's true. Wait, now I gotta look that one up. (laughs) Okay, what happens if you eat human brains? Kuru is a very rare disease. It is caused by an infectious protein found in contaminated human brain tissue. Kuru is found among people from New Guinea who practiced a form of cannibalism in which they ate the brains of dead people as part of a funeral ritual. Oh. Um, So a disease. 
Yeah, it's Sakuru is unanimously fatal, transmissible, spongiform encephalopathy. It is oh. a prion-based disease similar to BSE, which is bovine spongiform encephalopathy, which is also known as mad cow disease. I was going to say that. No way. So yeah, it just it makes you crazy and it, and it results and it's in death. Fatal. Wow. But that's if you eat human brains. Right. And I don't know if it's only contaminated ones or what, but yeah. And that like, and encephalopathy is like, it, it's brain damage basically. Okay. It's like wow. basically swelling. That's crazy. So I guess like, don't eat human flesh. <laughs> At least not the brains. <laughs> oh God. But so if he had done that, you know, it could make him progressively more crazy is the right. thing. Interesting. Yeah. I don't know why anyone would suddenly get the urge to, like, I'm going to do it. I'm going to eat some people yeah. today. But there are some really mm. strange people out there that, like, like the people that think they're vampires and suck each other's blood. Right. Yeah. Like, those people exist. They do. <laughs> yeah. Clearly, but, like, are more common than you I like think. to yeah. think. The vampire thing, if you believe you're a vampire... That's one thing. Literally eating other people is like... That's true. That's way... In my brain, at least, that's like way more taboo. <laughs> like, that is, that is something true. That's else. True. Who would willingly be like... Because, you know, like, norm, that would be like a murderer's thing. Who would... Right. I don't know anyone who would willingly be like, oh, yeah, I'll uh, I'll cut off my pinky for dinner tonight. Like, yeah, to or, give to you or oh, whatever. Oh, yeah, I would try human human remains right for sure mm-hmm. except but then you okay so here's a question <laughs> okay ellie i'm gonna ask you it too <laughs> so if you were trapped on an island oh god you absolutely had to could you do it no <laughs> oh ellie's <laughs> hesitated <laughs> she is <laughs> What, Emily? Don't get trapped in the island. Okay. Ellie. I don't think I'd be able to kill a person, but if they, like, kick the bucket, <laughs> you're like, well, baby. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Good to know. She you know said, if in case this isn't picked up, she said, I wouldn't kill a person, but if they kicked the bucket, I would say, hmm, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> then they'd start looking a little tasty. It's like the Donner Party. That's what they did. What? Oh, you guys don't know the Donner Party. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> so they were like a group of travelers. Um, I forget where. But they were going through mountains or something. I don't know. Geographically, I don't... Geographically. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where. Geographically. They were dying, like, I think of cold and like the elements and starvation. And they were so hungry and... They were trying to get to their destination. They ate all the dead people along the way. And so I guess they were desperate enough. Like yeah. Ellis. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but that is a survival. Te- I, you know, I uh, I admire that. So I you would do it as well. Personally, no. Okay. I admire it. Personally, I don't think I could get myself to do it. I can't even get myself to eat oysters. Right. I can't so. eat a jalapeno bratwurst. So I don't think I would be She doesn't even like blueberries. <laughs> right. Uh, my palate is a little plain for that. <laughs> it's got off the rail. Anyway. Anyway. Okay. So um, 
Yeah, wherever you left off. I don't even know. I don't even know either. <laughs> anyway, um, so it's like uh, in the office. Doesn't Dwight have the list of who he exactly who he would eat, like eat first if he had to? In <laughs> oh the yeah, office? when he makes all those lists. Uh, I can't remember. This is who I would eat first in a live situation or something like that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, so at least one child did escape an attack. Um, several children were playing in the meadow with some cows. How precious is that? Um, and then Peter just ran after them and grabbed one small girl. And as the other children ran away, um, Peter tried to like rip her throat out, but his fingers were prevented from doing so because she was wearing like a very stiff high collar and he couldn't like rip the fabric or get it off or whatever. So this gave her time to like scream and her screaming scared the cows and they like stampeded him and like charged after him because there were a lot of calves apparently Mm -hmm. so like all the mother cows were like no 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 and they literally charged him and she managed to flee and she she did survive so it's crazy but then don't you think that she would have gone home been like mommy mommy a man dressed like a wolf tried to rip my throat out right right so that part is i i would imagine child doesn't keep hush hush about something like that right. happening so i'm i'm not sure that's like all the details they have mm-hmm. uh about that part of the story so i'm not sure when that happened or yeah i mean yeah because it could have happened like after they decided to start looking for a man and right all this yeah Maybe he was so well dressed that she did believe it was a wolf. <laughs> I, I, don't, I, mean, I doubt a child it, too. Yeah, like maybe if it was if the kid was young enough, like they can't really explain exactly what was going on. Yeah, so it could have been like a wolf man, werewolf. Um, so Peter, if they find out also had secretly been having incestuous relations with his sister and his daughter no and his daughter had a baby with him so nobody really knew this about their family obviously um and it kind of came out during the trial as well it's another Mm -hmm. thing he confessed to and that his family was brought up like the daughter and they like had to examine her child to see like who does he look like and stuff like that i mean there's obviously no like dna yeah, right but people back especially back then were very quick to believe the worst mm. in you so everyone immediately believed this confession as well and then i i guess the sister and daughter didn't deny it so it could have been true and he said his firstborn was a boy but that he had killed him because he didn't want a boy and ate his brains. So, ah, there mad it cow is. Disease. Mad cow. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, that is the story of Peter by his account. Mm-hmm. But, and I'll go into like his execution and stuff because he does die. But, um, some historians believe it was because of religious turmoil that all of this happened. 
So, which is why I brought that up in the beginning. Okay. So, some historians and researchers think his confession, since it was made under torture, which we now know is, like, coercion, Mm -hmm. uh, was completely false. And they say he's actually a victim of religious persecution because of this huge rivalry between the two faiths at the time um, and the very fierce superstition and of the time. So they think it was, the some historians say it was all a political trick to get people to believe in the true church, quote-unquote, by inspiring fear of this demonic werewolf. So, okay. Some people believe that today that this is everything he said is totally made up under torture because we do know that can happen mm-hmm. and that it was all like totally you know like a false act to, which so kind of makes sense to me he is the one that he is killing people but the reason why is because he's trying to make people believe in this werewolf they well those these historians don't believe he killed anybody like at all that oh. the whole confession because really they have no evidence that he actually did kill these people other than Stories. his confession so he confesses to all of this but they don't know if that's actually true because there's no evidence as historians right, right. as historians so um they just believe it's religious persecution okay so i can kind of get on board with that as well I can kind of get on board with that, but just the the fact that they would take... I mean, people had to have been going missing, because why right. would there be a trial in the first place, and why would this guy... Why would the story even be out there if people weren't going missing? So, yeah. Well, they believe... So the historians believe people were dying and being missing, but I think some of them believe either, either it was someone else or it actually was animals. Um, oh. So they believe it probably wasn't him. Okay. Is what they're saying. So huh. I think that could be plausible. Maybe it was Anna, a pack of wolves all this whole time. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh, I mean, yeah. It makes sense. But then at the same time, it's kind of, I don't know. I mean, I guess I, do, I, I haven't heard too many <clears throat> direct quotes. I guess the, that one quote where he's talking about the devil and all that. Yeah is that it's probably where they're getting a lot of their what they believe be, to be the religious uh, persecution persecution yeah. right because if he's saying it was the devil people are gonna be like oh no i need to turn to the church for protection which is what they are saying people they wanted people to do and i don't know which side they these historians believe it is for mm-hmm. protestants or catholics i don't know but um Obviously, nobody believes in that at the time, <laughs> mm-hmm. so he is found guilty unanimously on October 28th, 1589, and he's executed on Halloween, 1589. And, um... Wow. Yeah. How interesting. How fitting. That right? So, um, as is custom at the time as well, not only was torture, executions were a large public spectacle, as oh, we yes. know. So... And he was not simply hung or hanged. My bad. Um, his body was strapped spread eagle on a wheel. And with red hot pinchers, his flesh was pulled back in 10 different spots along his body. And then after that, 
His arms and legs were broken with the blunt end of an axe, and then he was beheaded. And then, after he was beheaded, it goes on. Oh my he was burned at the stake, <gasps> headless. So they they were just in case, just in case, uh, pulling the flesh back wasn't going to kill him. They had to break his legs, and then just in case that didn't work, they had to behead him. And then just in case, why not we burn him? Why not we? Why not we? <laughs> I can speak. Okay, except I'm just, I just cannot imagine. I can't. I can't believe that. It, Human beings have been able to see that. Like, we've yeah. just grown very soft. <laughs> we have. I People mean, would be like, oh, come here, young Timmy. Let me put me on. Put me. Let me put you on my shoulders. You cannot talk. <laughs> I keep <laughs> using the wrong public execution that's not funny <laughs> but okay i just don't yeah yeah i don't know how because people would bring their families and their children and yeah. it'd be like a huge thing that people yeah. love to watch. that was their only entertainment for the day i guess yeah um, yeah well even back in the early 18 not 1900s i'm trying i'm thinking of um our case that we covered that was near valparaiso in Indiana. Oh, Balgunas. Balgunas. I mean, even people there were like trying to get yeah. a look at the bodies and mm-hmm. all that. And that wasn't that long ago either. And they no. had like a whole circus. Yeah, literally. It was like at the end of the 1800s, be- early 1900s. I believe in France, the last execution by a guillotine was like the 30s or something like that. The 1930s? Yes. Let me look. But I, I know it's definitely the 1900s, which is a lot sooner than right. you think. Last guillotine. In the, in, and that would be, like, in public? Oh, I'm just kidding. Um, the last use of the guillotine was 1970s. <gasps> I don't know why I, I wow. said 30s. But. Oh, my gosh. That's crazy. See? And those are the people that... 1970s are like helping enforce the law and make sure everything is fair and just yeah and then they're beheading people right yeah oh my gosh um well it wasn't just him who was executed for these crimes his daughter and his mistress were also convicted of aiding his crimes also because they were suspected of incest so they were also burned at the stake both of them Oh my gosh. So, and like, I. They didn't even behead him beforehand? No. I'd rather get beheaded first. Yeah, me too. That would hopefully be quick. Not like. Ooh! Yeah. I well, mean, you know, some Game people suck at it and it takes them a couple chops. And yeah, that's true. Game of Thrones. Yeah. I just saw that. <laughs> yeah. Um, I feel like, like, for me, that would be like the worst way to go is being burned alive. One yeah. of the worst ways. Yeah, That's I think so. Terrible. I think so. That's horrible. Yeah, and probably they absolutely did like nothing and were victims and yeah, she themselves. Like, that, that's the sad thing is the daughter was probably a victim. Yeah, and like anything that she supportive of his was because she grew up in that. Yeah, didn't know any better. Didn't mm-hmm. have any other help or whatever. 
Yeah, that's a it's a brutal time. Fifteen hundreds. Really? Uh, Don't be associated with murderers. No, because I guess you will also be <laughs> burned alive. That's horrible. Yeah. So, by directive of the magistrate, as a warning to other potential devil worshippers, um, the wheel on which Peter was tortured on was set high upon a pole that hung uh, 16-yard-long strips of wood representing his 16 known victims. So, um, atop of that, they put... Um, the likeness, which is like a drawing of a wolf, and above on the sharpened point of the pole they put Peter's severed head. <gasps> what? And this was hung up in town for everybody to just walk past every day and look at. And that was the church's warning, like, don't be a devil worshiper, this is what you get. And that is also why historians believe this could have all yeah. been an act, because they turned his body and his severed head and everything into, into a, like a, a political statement, yeah. Well, also, I can see there being, like, a lot of copycats from this, and maybe they wanted to make it into, like, a whole thing, so... Yeah. They wanted to make... They wanted to just cut that out right then. Like, this is what happens. Don't be like this guy. Knock it off. Pretty much. So, I mean, this really was, like, such a cruel time that that was just, like, okay and acceptable Mm -hmm. (laughs) and... Damn. Um, so just two years after all of this, a man named George Bohr wrote a book called The Damnable Life and Death of Peter Stube, mm-hmm. and that supports the version of the story that says, um, he really was a killer, mm-hmm. but it also supports the claim that he was a werewolf. So it's kind of hand in hand. This George guy believed he was really killing these people, but he also believed he was actually a werewolf. So, I mean, and it was written two years after, so it's not a modern take on the story. But I think that book, I don't know, I'd be interested to see if that is still in print somewhere today. And see, like, from someone's account of someone who lived at that time. That'd be really interesting. Right. So... There's really no way of knowing if he was truly responsible for all of these crimes or if it was actually a pack of wolves or if there was a different killer. So, because everything was based off a confession and that's basically the story of Peter Stube, so. That's crazy. He's, he's nuts. No matter what, he was nuts. I mean, I do believe that he had, he was unhinged in some way. Yeah, for sure. Why would you also then confess to an incestual relationship with your family members if... Yeah, that had nothing to do with what you were actually being tortured for and whatever. Yeah, and you were trying to be, like, I could see it if he was trying to be as monster-like as possible, maybe, but at the same time, I thought that the idea of werewolves was, werewolves were like, you're like a normal person in the daylight... And then when you become a wolf, then that's when you flip. Yeah. But. Right. But then, yeah, that would be like, you're a monster when you're a person, too. Yeah. Like, yeah. So it's so. definitely really weird case. So. That, that's, I'm glad you did this case, though, because it's really interesting. Yeah. 
I love and, weird stuff like that, which is why, like, the book I found this from is called Strange History, and mm-hmm. it's filled with little stuff like that, so I'll probably pull a lot of different things from that book. I know, I like, I because it, it, it is interesting to hear about the different mindsets of people throughout our different time periods and yeah. in different locations, because, you know, I... I mentioned that I was watching Game of Thrones, and I'm watching that, and I'm thinking, okay, people are not this violent or are yeah. not like this, really. But they were, they are, and well, were and yeah. and are and, and are. can be again. <laughs> right? Crazy oh God! Thing. I so. mean, yeah, because I think, yeah, especially back then, like torture being totally legal and things like that like it really was a really unsafe time for a lot of people i know just imagine if we time traveled took someone from the 1580s from germany and dropped them in america yeah today today and saw how they'd react (laughs) crazy they'd be like where's the guillotine (laughs) (laughs) i don't know what that is You <laughs> made a chef kiss fingers. <laughs> German accent. Where? Where is the guillotine? I don't know. Is that German? I don't know. I think that they're the yeah, other W's or V's. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's what I know. Ooh. And you probably That's pronounce pr- probably pronounce it Peter Stube. 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 Yes. <laughs> and I, think, I don't know. I think. Or Stube. Oh. Because yeah. Kendrick's family is Busse. Busse? I actually don't know. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I actually have no idea. <laughs> I like to just like act like I know facts. But I really you only said know that really like, confidently with the accent. Thank you. <laughs> but then you were like, wait. <laughs> yes. I am really good at acting like i know what accents are oh gosh okay all right anyway that was very interesting thank you thank you for looking up all that information yeah um but on that note i'm casey (laughs) and i'm emily and you just heard a sprinkle of sugar a dash of murder